Welcome to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. I'm Catherine Nero. Look at the cast of thousands I'm joined with today. We will got talk about our guests here in just a little bit. We do, though, want to thank, first of all, Jeremy Schran, the Marketing and Communications Director, who's waiting in the wings. He'll be back in just a little bit uh, for his help here today. We want to thank our title sponsor, CBG, and the studio sponsor, the Allenin Federal Credit Union. Well, this group that I'm uh, meeting with today and that you will get to meet here coming up is all here because of the Leadership Breakfast we're going to be talking about. Rob Braun, Burl Love, Monica Diaz, and coming up in just a little bit uh, later, Noel Ripley from Ultimate Air Shuttle. So stay with us. We're going to be talking about news in Northern Kentucky and beyond and how you might uh, be changing your consumption habits as well. So stay with us here on the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. We'll be right back first, though, a word from Ellen Federal Credit Union. Sometimes life is hectic. Choosing a mortgage lender shouldn't be. The LNN 55 Mortgage offers competitive rates, no PMI, and up to 100% financing. That's a mortgage that comes with peace of mind. Whether you're purchasing a new home or refinancing, you'll feel right at home with LNN. We're local, trusted, and we'll be here for you even after your closing. Call 800 292 2905 and get started on your 55 mortgage. LNN Federal Credit Union. Welcome home. And welcome back to Northern Kentucky Spotlight. As promised, we are talking about media, our consumption of it, how it's changed, and what we should be looking for as well. And our guests today, our esteemed guests, are here uh, representing the panel discussion that you can be a part of if you go to the Leadership Breakfast next week. We'll get to those details in just a little bit. But I do want to introduce everyone, first of all. You know Rob Braun, of course, the WKRC Local 12 anchor, now Heritage Forever. Bank. Forever. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. That is that is your <laughs> legacy. Uh, now, of course, Heritage Bank spokesperson. Monica Diaz from uh, Frost Brown Todd, who does media law, and of course the editor. Uh, did I get the actual title right? Editor? What yeah. is it? Executive editor? The editor's fine. Okay, of the Cincinnati Inquirer. He's my boss. I should know this. Burl Love from the Cincinnati Inquirer. Uh, so we welcome each of you coming Thank here today. You very much. Nice Thank to be you. With you. Well, let's let's start talking about this. Rob, you are the um, the leader of the discussion next week uh, mm -hmm. for the uh, leadership breakfast, and we're all going to be there as well as panelists talking about the changing face of how we are consuming media. Why did you want to be a part of this? I think it's important because people don't know where to turn. Mm -hmm. Years ago, uh, you turned to the, your favorite station or your favorite newspaper, and most often you turn to both, uh, and maybe radio. But now it's changed, it's come to this, your mm -hmm. telephone is where you get most of your information. So we're gonna deal with, uh, is that good or bad, what you should watch out for, so you're getting the good truth that you're looking for. Uh, and what I'm really most excited about is the audience is going to get to ask the questions mm -hmm. they want to know. Um, and we will deal with it. You know, uh, as, as media outlets, I know a lot of times there's scrutiny involved, some good, some bad. Sometimes uh, people learn some things. Sometimes people disagree completely. And, Burl, I know that um, the, w the way that the Inquirer goes about things and the fact that it is digital and it's old school print, if you look at it in both directions, it's two completely different kind of vantage points from the audience. What is the difference or the changes, I guess you would say, in consumption that you've seen in your time there? Well, I think one of the biggest uh, changes is that when, you know, before the digital revolution, you would pick up a newspaper, you would turn into a broadcast, and you would have news presented to you that was, uh, that editors or news directors would select based on giving you a kind of a balanced look at what happened in the world or your community. And they might be stories that 
you you know there's a level of serendipity involved where you would be exposed to a thought or an issue that you might not have naturally found on your own. With digital media consumption, you can create your own reality. If you don't like stories of this type, uh, you don't see them probably because if you're just relying on your social media feed, uh, you're just consuming the stories that you tend to agree with, either politically or the issues that are important to you, and you're not seeing the larger picture, which I think is um, very frightening if you think about the fact that our democracy requires us to be informed and mm -hmm. select our leaders. And so if you're not getting all the information, um, you know, our electorate suffers, our democracy suffers, and I don't mean to be alarmist, but <laughs> these are, you know, if you look at how things are moving, uh, there are probably whole segments of our community that are only reading stories that they agree with politically or about the issues they care about and not getting exposed to the community writ large. And the frightening thing is they may not know it, too. If, if their media feed is telling them, because it, it goes back to an algorithm. So, like, if you're only following this section of uh, whether it's um, outlets on Twitter or Facebook and that's the only information you're getting. You've got to go outside and seek that information, I guess. Um, so, Monica, as far as media law goes, what are the issues that are changing in that realm as well? So, really, the, the same laws, principle, legal principles apply to the type of work I do, which is defending media companies against defamation suits. But what you see are people more willing to sue over really nonsense because they disagreed with the way the news was presented even though there's really no legal basis um, there's a lot of frankly bomb throwing in legal briefs and complaints that are being filed these days over things that people say on social media and um, it's really led I think to more defamation lawsuits interesting so let's talk about that fake news in general um, what is fake news exists we need to start right there it does exist but what is the misperception i guess um from what people at home might consider fake news to what truly is fake news well fake news is not necessarily something you just disagree with mm -hmm. and i think that's where it starts for people i don't agree with what this guy's saying so it must be fake but i really believe that it's important for us to listen to the other side even if it's argumentative, even if it's loud, but most importantly, if it disagrees with you, you need to understand what that side is saying. First, because there may be truths in it, and secondly, because you, it, in order to get a picture of the total, you have to see all the elements. Um, I know that, you know, from the very beginning, uh, when journalism was established, that fact and opinion can exist, it just needs to be exhibited and, and labeled fact and opinion. And Burl, what I'm, I'm really interested about um, the opinion page on the at the Inquirer. And what's interesting about it specifically is it gives certainly opinion, but depth of story, whether you agree or disagree, to some things that people might just get surface. Um, what is the reaction and interest in that page uh, from the viewer and the, the reader? I should so say. it's it's one of the most popular types of content we do because people enjoy seeing things written in first person and seeing opinions opinions expressed. I think what is um, interesting about the editorial pages of the Enquirer is that it is a place where if you're looking for opinion that's based in fact, uh, we people accuse us of not having standards in the media, but we have high standards to get published in the Enquirer and 
and that includes everything we do digitally. Uh, you can have your you're entitled to your own opinion, but you're certainly not entitled to your own facts. And I think that's what separates us and what makes that very important, especially as we head into an election year and people are trying to decipher: is this fake news? Is this real news? What is the source? Um, I can go on social media, I can open up an account on Medium, and I can write the Burl Love Manifesto mm -hmm. and publish it to the world, and it could be based in nothing but my opinion with no facts. I think that the op-ed pages of Americans, American newspapers are still playing an important role because, in theory, um, and it's not always perfect, but it is, uh, the tradition is that it is something that it's opinion, but it's based on fact. You're not allowed to make up your own facts because that would just defeat the whole purpose of the debate. It's an interesting discussion to be had. We will continue this at the Leadership Breakfast, but I want to get to our special question of the month because uh, obviously each time uh, we do this podcast, we have a question focused on the subject that the Chamber is focused on that month, and this month it is diversity and inclusion. So the question is, why is diversity and inclusion important to the work that you do? And Monica, we'll start with you. Oh, it's, it's so important to get different viewpoints at the table in law. Um, I learn a lot from people who think differently than I do about things, and it always helps um, to keep your mind open to other viewpoints. If you don't have that in your workplace, you're really missing out. Rob? Well, you can think that you know what the other side is feeling mm -hmm. or going through, but you really don't. You have to hear it first person from them. It's no longer um, only old white guys around the table, mm -hmm. which was the case for so many years. Uh, and now it needs to include everybody because everybody's opinion counts and it's imperative that everybody tries their best at least to understand the other side. And Pearl? So I think it's especially, I mean, it's important in any workplace, but in uh, a newsroom, it's especially important because if the newsroom, the reporters, the editors, the people that are deciding what stories get covered and how they covered, if that room, the people in that room don't reflect the diversity of the community, mm -hmm. then not only is it a disservice to the community, but it just makes bad business sense to not be close enough to your audience that you can be responsive to their needs. Excellent. Well, more of these fascinating discussions are to be had at the Leadership Breakfast, which is next Friday. So if you don't have a ticket yet, there are only a few seats left. So keep that in mind. 7.30 a.m. next uh, next Friday at SeaTech. The breakfast itself will start at 7.30. That's networking as well. And then the program that Rob will uh, host will begin at 8 o'clock. And so we look forward to seeing you there. Thank you all for coming today. Thank we you. Appreciate it. Thank you. And stay with us. We've got all the headlines from the Business Week in Review coming your way next. Ranking on Google search Thank and you. maps is easy to understand, but hard to do. It requires constant effort and attention, uploading new photos, responding to Google reviews, writing weekly posts, and checking suggested updates. Google listing optimization takes experience and time, and there are no shortcuts. C-Crew gives your Google My Business account the steady, consistent attention it needs to be effective, optimizing, updating, and expanding critical content every single week. From local retail stores to large regional networks, C-Crew generates content, establishes benchmarks, and creates dramatic measurable increases in engagement. So what can C-Crew do for your business? More calls, more clicks, more clients. And welcome back to Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Jeremy Schrand is back. I'm back. Yay. Okay, so here to discuss. Did you just 
giggle over there, Ben. I think he just snorted giggle. Yeah, Anywho, uh, I am excited at least because we're talking about the Business Week in Review. Starting with the record number of Kentuckians are now registered to vote. So 3.5, almost 3.5 million registered voters in the state of Kentucky. Huge this year as it is every year, but specifically this year in a presidential election. And the breakdown, if you're interested, 48% of registered Democrat, 43% registered Republican, 9% are other. And here's the deal. If you are not among the 3.5 million, you have to register by April 20th if you want to vote in the May primary. So get on it. This next one comes as no surprise to me. Yep. Kentucky is the nation's leading exporter of whiskey. I almost looked at that headline like, yeah, didn't we know that? Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, what, who else? Who else, who else is even close? Yeah. Um, in 2019, report released uh, reveals Kentucky leads the nation in whiskey es- exports, which includes rye and bourbon. Um, bourbon accounts for $485 million in exports wow. and 20,000 jobs in Kentucky. It's very important. Governor Bashir made the announcement while fire, um Filling uh, the Jim Beam Distillery Company's 16th millionth barrel. That's unbelievable. Yeah, that's, 16 million. That's Impressive. While we're on the, as my great aunt Maude would call it, spirits talk. Libations. Um, libations, yes. Yeah, so potent, Braxton. Potables. Potent potables. You sound like a Jeopardy. Alex, yeah. you're back. Um, so Braxton is launching a new low-calorie IPA. It is called Hop Fit. Uh, it is a crisp traditional IPA, I'm told. 4.4% ABV and 100 calories, which will make it a little more easy drinking. Yep. Cannot wait to try this one. Uh, it'll launch March 7th with an all-day party at Braxton at the one in Covington. Too bad that couldn't get in your final four beer. we got to work this out. Yeah, yeah, by the way, if you like beer, vote in the Cincinnati Cincinnati Beer Bracket. Cincinnati's favorite beer, Cincinnati.com. Uh, Newport it celebrates its 225th anniversary. The um, launch of a special bourbon last night at New Riff. There's a theme Imagine here. that. More bourbon. Um, per, uh, the proceeds benefit uh, Newport History Museum of Southgate, um, Southgate Street School, um, which is awesome. Like, if you've ever been to that museum, you can yeah. learn a lot about Newport. Who knew that Newport was, was 225 And Hotel Covington just earned uh, AAA's four-diamond distinction for the third straight year, so congratulations to them. Um, Health Innovation Accelerator at NKU launched. Um, it's called SOCAP Accelerate, launched through NKU's Institute for Health Innovation. It's a six-week six program, targets companies looking to solve a health problem in an innovative way. Um, SOCAP will help these companies grow and scale their businesses, and the goal is to make Kentucky a healthier community, and it's also the goal of St. Elizabeth. Perfect. How about that? Um, Crestview Hills. Okay, the summer concert series, if you've ever been, you know it is jam-packed most nights. Well, it's moving just down the road so here's the deal used to be at Crestview Hills Town Center but they basically outgrew the parking lot so it's moving down to the practice field at Thomas Moore right off of Turkey Foot Road so yep yep you'll be able to see it right there from the road food and beverage vendors will be on site in this one so that's really cool and that starts on June 19th Um, so uh, some artists want to uh, create a new flag for Covington and like do a new city flag Um, there are four designs to choose from all include dark blue uh, for the Kentucky flag yellow for Covington's brewing history light blue for the Redland Bridge um, and you can vote on that at covingtonflag.com those are really cool they're really graphic really like modern looking so uh, I voted for my favorites so you should do the same All right, Jeremy it is time for Jeremy's Chamber Roundup that's me swirling my hat around if you're oh, watching on Facebook. I think we need a hat. <laughs> yeah, no, not happening. Um, 
really the big news right now is we got a lot of events coming up. Mm-hmm. We've got the Women's in, uh, Initiative Connect Hour coming up on Monday, which is the 24th. Uh, it's going to be at the Madison Event Center. It's always a great event. Women get out there, get networking. Um, I think we had like 100 ten- attendees in the last it's one. Incredible. So yeah. it's, it's a great program. Um, the International Trade and Affairs Department, um, they're having their monthly luncheon next week on the 27th. And this one's going to be about if you're new to exporting. Um, and this is where you start. So it's a great entry into like some of the international stuff we want, we're doing. If your company is um, thinking about going international, this is a great place to start. And you can also network with a lot of people who already have international companies at this event. And kind of pick their brains and figure out how to, how to do it. Um, and then, obviously, the, the the big event next week. Yes. On the 28th. You know it. We've talked about it a lot today. It's that leadership breakfast. Get out there, get registered. Um, it's going to be a packed house and a really awesome conversation. And we promise to get you out by 930. That's the rule. Yep. All right, there you go. You are rounded up. Uh, stay with us. We're going to hear from CVG and be right back talking about Ultimate Air Shuttle. CVG Airport is the lowest fare airport in the tri-state region with 54 non-stop flights and direct international service to seven destinations, including Paris, France, and now home to both DHLs and Amazon's global cargo hubs. The airport is furthering its position as leader in aviation and is deeply committed to being an economic driver for the community. You can learn more and start your next adventure at CVGAirport.com. And welcome back to Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Joining us now is Noelle Ripley, the Business Development Manager for Ultimate Air Shuttle. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me. Okay, so we're going to start in the very beginning. For those folks who don't know what Ultimate Air Shuttle is, tell us about it. Sure. Well, Ultimate Air Shuttle is an experience you don't want to miss. Uh, we provide VIP jet travel to Cincinnatians, North Kentucky. Um, so what you do is um, instead of going to CVG, you go over to Lunkin Airport and you have up close and free parking, no baggage fees. We get you to your destination in a, within an hour, hour and a half, depending on what city you're flying to. Uh, no hassle. It saves you time and it's just, just a very pleasant way to fly. You don't have to do the whole two hours beforehand thing. We ask that you show up 15 to 20 minutes prior to departure. So wow. uh, that really does save you time and money. Whip out your ID and That's amazing. walk on the plane. Amazing. Absolutely. Awesome. Um, so we just heard in the news uh, last week that you guys announced a new flight. Tell us about that. Yes, we did. We're very excited to announce Nashville starting Monday, March uh, 16th. So it's our newest addition to our lineup. Uh, currently, we fly to Chicago, Charlotte, and um, Cleveland, as well as Atlanta. So I always say the three C's so that people remember is Charlotte, Cleveland, and Chicago. And then, of course, like I just mentioned, Atlanta. Nashville coming soon. And in addition to Nashville, we're expanding our Cleveland service. Mm-hmm. Currently, we're running two round trips daily, Monday through Friday. We're adding a third rotation starting March 16th as well. So you can fly up midday, come back in the evening, stay for the week, however you want to uh, book your travel. But it's going to be a little bit more flexible. Uh, Cleveland's our number one market, believe it or not. We mm-hmm. have a lot of people traveling on a daily basis to go to mm-hmm. Cleveland. So adding that third rotation only made sense. It's interesting. I know a lot of people think of this as only business travel, but this is anybody can use Ultimate Air Shuttle. Absolutely. It's not exclusive to corporations. It's really, um, if it's a city that we cater that you want to mm-hmm. travel to, it's open. You go to ultimateairshuttle.com or call our 1 800 number 437 3931, book your travel. Uh, go on the website. There's a lot of great resources and information to tell you about the different cities we fly to, the accommodations, 
Uh, we do team up with different hotels and uh, car rental agencies to really help make your trip painless. That's awesome. Yeah, we did a chamber trip up to Cleveland. Uh, was it about a year ago? A little over a year ago, maybe? Yeah, yeah it was It was pretty cool. We, and we went up in Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nice. and went and saw an Indians game and, like, when the Reds go up there and play. Like, yeah. Be it's easy. a great thing, yeah. and I'm telling you, Nashville uh, soccer. You're uh, MLS so excited team, about this. They're, well, they're coming up here this year, so we can't do it this year. But next year, yeah, that season's will be playing in Nashville. Yeah, and so that trip is going to be booked. There you go. We look forward to seeing <laughs> yes. you. Yes. Do you have any other uh, plans for expansion beyond Nashville that you can? Sure, sure, yeah. There are many cities we're looking at. Pittsburgh is probably going to be the next city that we announce. Um, hopefully later in 2020 but as always we always uh, people love giving us suggestions mm -hmm. so we have several in the hopper so to speak and we just look forward to growing with the community as they have grown with us over the past 10 years excellent if we need something down the south florida that would be awesome you know what then there we have it uh, <laughs> that's my know, suggestion you need volunteers noelle will do it for you we'll do it um we want to get to the uh, the question of the month the this month the chamber is focused on diversity and inclusion so why is diversity and inclusion important to the work that you do sure well uh, our parent company, Ultimate Jet Charters, which is based in North Canton, Ohio, they believe in equality, fairness, and respect across the board. And you'll see that very well, not only amongst the crews, the pilots, the flight attendants, but our home office and reservations, maintenance, uh, what have you. And you'll see how we really have a nice, diverse crowd. And our company is just like many, when you only have 100 plus employees, mm -hmm. it becomes a family. So everybody, at the end of the day, we know each other by our name. Um, it's not a, I'm sorry, we know each other by our faces, uh, We not numbers or names. And it's just, uh, it's a very nice feeling knowing that we're all equal. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. We look forward to it. For those of us who have not been on an Ultimate Air Shuttle trip, we got to get there. we got to get down to get over to Lunkin and try that out. Absolutely. Book your flight, ultimateairshuttle.com. <laughs> there you go. Now you know. Thanks so much. We appreciate it. And, of course, we want to thank all of our guests today uh, from earlier. We have Monica Diaz, Burl Love, and Rob Braun, and myself, who will be at the uh, Leadership Breakfast next week. So we look forward to that. And that discussion that we had here, oh, it'll be expanded. We just had a, a another discussion even prior to this. That, uh, so it's going to be interesting, because and it's, and it's going to be informative, not just for um, those people who enjoy listening to news, but for leaders and been specific, so we look forward to that. So that's next week. Uh, do we have uh, next week's topics for right here topics for on the week. podcast? Yes, next week on the podcast, we're going to be talking about the Employer Best Practices Symposium. That's okay. another big event coming from the chamber. It's a kind of an innovative event. There's a lot of, in, instead of just being people talking to you or a normal traditional panel, it's kind of like a speed dating for best practices. So Ooh, you pop around the different tables I like that. and you have a one, like a, not quite a one on one, but like a small table discussion with an expert and something. And it's it's really great and um, we did it last year and we got a lot of really great feedback so we're going to bring some people in and talk about that for this year and then also Learning Grove is going to come in and talk to us about all the cool program they're doing to help Excellent. teach kids and I need to say hi to Gianna because she's watching. Is Gianna your daughter? She's Jeremy? My daughter. Yeah. <laughs> hi Gianna, how are you? Uh, Alright, well listen, thank you guys so much uh, for joining us today. We want to thanks one, thank once again our title sponsor, CBG, our studio sponsor, the Ellen and Federal Credit Union. Ben Gastrite, who's running the show over there as well. We want to remind you as well, subscribe if you are listening to this uh, in podcast form or on YouTube or Vimeo. Like us on Facebook if you're watching us there and we appreciate it. Hit share too. 
the more the merrier, right? And thanks once again for joining us here on Northern Kentucky Spotlight.